Hey, this is Doug Jones, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. And welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined as always by a man whose New Year's resolution was to never wear pants or underwear again, and is currently jacking his boner off to Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen. That's Jeff Clark. <laughs> Not sure who Andy Cohen is, but what's up? And beaming to us from the center of the Times Square New Year's Eve ball... Bearded, booger-eating pile of nougat known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. Happy New Year, fellas. Happy yeah. New Year. Happy New Year, fellas, and Puminati. I feel like it's been... Well, I guess it hasn't been that long. I was about to say, oh, it's been a while since we've taken more than a week off, but just took three weeks off in September to make a movie. But if you don't count that... It's probably been a minute. You're the only one that, that this is Jeff and I didn't take those three weeks off. Oh, yeah, you guys yeah, did. So your, uh... It has been a while since we've all taken time off. Well, you guys just did Patreon shows. Sure. So just did Patreon shows. Is he, he's obviously he doesn't think we did enough while he was gone. Some would say that we reinvented MSPH Patreon shows. <laughs> Yeah, I guess some would say that. <laughs> Let's not start off the new year on a bad foot. I mean, Let's did you guys happy things? I mean, we're we're all fucking old. I mean, I'm gonna guess Shuddy Boy did the same exact thing I did. Jack shit. Jeff, did you party at all for New Year's and barf? Oh, New Year's? No, I did nothing. I didn't even. <clears throat> I was asleep for you know when the. And the clock struck midnight. I woke up thanks to some um, some fireworks. There's fucking it sounded like numb out there, but no, I was asleep, dude. I was in bed by twelve oh five, and then asleep within the next twenty to twenty five minutes. Man, should we take the party out of the name of this podcast? That might have applied Just when have- we were in our twenties, but. Mad scientist hour. Yeah. <laughs> the mad scientist book reading hour. What did you do? I fucking watched a movie on the couch with Carl. Yeah, that's New Year's Eve is when we watched uh, Fury Road, as we discussed in the Easter egg. Yeah, we we rewatched um, Parasite, made that our last movie of 2023. Smoked a little reefer, drank a little wine, and, uh, yeah, struggled to keep my eyes open for the ball dropping. And I gotta say, man, I I mean, I've been out of the New Year's partying for a while, and I think one year when, uh, when Seek and I were roommates, I remember I was in bed, I was really stoned, I was putting a movie on, and I started hearing fireworks, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is that? And I was like, oh, wait, it's New Year's and it's midnight. But this was the time where 
I think I had the least amount of gusto, enthusiasm, whatever you want to call it, for the ball dropping. Like, Carl and I watched the ball drop in Times Square, obviously on a fucking three-hour tape delay, but the countdown ended, and it was just like, eh. That was as, as much excitement as it got. Hey! Oh! Yeah, for, yeah. Like, yeah, it was just us. And I don't think I've ever given less of a fuck about a new year. Yeah, New Year's has become a far cry from that year in 2007 when you and I snorted the hot sauce and margarita salt. Oh, yeah, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we poured out like, like big, thick, coarse margarita salt. And then immediately followed it up with a big line of Blair's Jersey death sauce. Yeah, really, really hot, hot sauce. At the time, at the time. I let's. I feel like that shit was pretty hot. It was, but I don't know how it compares to. But yeah, the, the trick was we waited until the countdown started and then started snorting and i feel like right when we finished snorting the margarita salt and got straight into the hot sauce you know you got the the big coarse salt rips up your nasal passage and then you followed up immediately with the hot sauce that gets in all the wounds and burns it even further it was the so the two year stunt one, uh around a million scoville so about 800 times hotter than tabasco Okay. So, um, man, what the fuck is a Scoville? And how do you count that many? Well, that's... Uh, I, de- I, I mean, demand that's to be included in this scientific place. process. And James Scoville. He's the one who did... Uh, they named the, the heat meter after him. He's the one who invented it. Oh, this guy invented spicy or some shit? No, he just invented the the way you the measure, way to it. measure it. He's like the Dewey Decimal System. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I I made that up. I'm looking that up to see if that's accurate. It's not. I was like, I've never heard of James Scoville. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know that John Crapper invented the toilet? Wilbur Scoville is who <sighs> actually. Wilbur Jeff, come on. Wilbur. Well, yeah, that American pharmacist from 1912. Holy shit! That's been around forever since before World War One and two. Well, yeah, I guess Shuddy. We if us from 2007 could see ourselves from to, to in in 2024, we would be quite disappointed. I mean, I was at the point where I was just like. Ugh, do I even want to sit up to go pour another glass of wine? So that would My have been hurt. a ghost pepper sauce. Hot sauce. I want to believe that that sauce sucked. Like, even if you, like, take it in the mouth, uh, it's still, like, <laughs> really, really hot. Like, bad. Yeah. Bad, yeah. bad, bad. And us snorting I mean, it I've was... watched enough hot ones to know... It there's a point where you stop tasting it and your mouth is just on fire. How many Scovilles does Hot Ones go up to? Like, what do they tap out at? 
Uh, I haven't seen the, let's see, Hot Ones, Hot Saucers, 2023. Like how hot of a wing is Mila Kunis really going to eat? So I think they, I think they really uh, put them to the test. Uh, 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 I just want to know. Yeah, maybe 2024 will be the year that Google answers more specific questions for you. Okay, so I'm on the official Hot Ones website. I'm I'm, I'm going right to the source. Okay. 2.7 million Scoville. Okay, so almost three times hotter than the stuff that we snorted. Yes. I mean, I handle the hottest thing again right now. The hottest like thing that comes with Scovilles in it. Yeah, like the highest. I mean, it was the Carolina Reaper, which goes up to two point two million. But if they have a hot sauce that's two point seven million, yeah, it says it has Pepper X, which Pepper X Scoville is. 2.693 2.693 million. So that's the new hottest pepper, the Pepper X. Oh, I just stumbled upon some cool Scoville info. It's used to measure the heat of a chili pepper and has a scale that ranges from 0 to 16 million Scoville heat units. 16 million. I mean, that, well, that'll that's... just dissolve you. That's listed on the Wikipedia page, and it's a chemical... Uh, That's plutonium. Called <laughs> uranium. Ricinoferoxitoxin. Resina, I can't. I'm going to text this to you guys. Oof. You each take Oof. a crack at it. Oof. Alejandro Gonzalez Inaritu. Okay, let's see. Just came through. You want to take a shot at this first, Jeff, or should I go? Uh, you should try it. Re- yeah. Res- like, there's no part of it that should be hard to say, but when you string them all together, it's hard to figure out. <laughs> Resinifera toxin. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think, yeah. Maybe ricinoferatoxin? Ricinoferatoxin, yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. There we go. Group Ricinoferatoxin. We nailed it. It's just, it's uh, commonly found in in resin spurge. Do you guys want to guess what resin spurge is? I can spell it for you. (laughs) R-E-S-I-N. S P U R G E. Isn't that the next film in the, the Purge series? <laughs> that's, isn't that when you um you forget to wash your cummy socks and that's what builds up in it? Here's another hint. It's also <laughs> it's also called Euphorbia ricinifera, or another uh is uh the Euphorbia poisonii. That's when you smoke so much weed from one bowl without ever cleaning it that like the resin gizzes into your mouth when you try to hit it. Resinifer Mergers The resin spurge. 
Resin spurge. Yeah. Oh, this resin just spurged in my mouth. Oh. Uh, it's like they're cactus-like plants. And they're they're the thing that has the 16 mil? They're the things that has 16 mil. So if you eat that motherfucker, it'll probably – it's like um, – Dropping like you get the head exploding emoji. Yeah, it's like it's like when you drop like a a molten marble on top of a car and it just fucking eats right through it. And at sixteen mil, at six. Hold on, is it really? Uh, it's sixteen billion. What? Yeah, not million, billion. All right, new Oscar punishment. Whoever loses this year has to <laughs> well, put that thing no, in the rest. No, because. It says at 16 billion Scoville units, ricinopheratoxin is rather toxic and can inflict chemical burns in minute quantities. Hmm. I mean, I kind of figured that would be the case. You're saying you're a pussy, huh? Yeah, I feel like LA Beast just ate like a handful of those on his YouTube last week. Is he still good? <laughs> When's the last time he's done one of those videos? Is he back in action? I mean, I follow him on social media and stuff, and he does post things. I don't know if he posts them with the same regularity that he used to, but I think that shit was really taking a toll on him. I mean, yeah. that story he told when he came on the show about how he did like a buffet of raw organs and had so many parasites that worms were hanging out of his asshole. Like, that is, that's a story that is burned in my head. Until the day I die. That's horrible. So, horrible. So one one millionth of a gram. One one millionth of a Okay. So one Jeff Clark penis. <laughs> Come on. Could cause severe <laughs> those in grams. Please give me a millimeter to make it fucking possible. He's saying you have no mass to your penis. <laughs> All no right. Mass. Yeah, you don't. You don't it's even a have this in a different way. You don't even have a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a skin back. tag. Let's get back <laughs> to the Scoville, fellas. Come on. <laughs> You're right. I'm not going to make it to Christmas with my next girlfriend. Skin tag. Whoa, 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 whoa! That has nothing to do with her travel plans. I'll have you know. Hey, want to watch me jack off? Wiki, 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 wiki. <laughs> I hate this joke. <laughs> you pieces of shit. Uh, uh, all right. Where, where were we? What were we talking? Okay, so one. Yeah, what were we talking we about? Cut off, one, we cut off. Comes, yeah, one bazillionth of a gram. We, this isn't funny anymore, guys. <laughs> we went really far from talking about new, having no New Year's plans to, to here. Yeah. Woo. So. That track one, was long and windy. One billionth of a gram of this scoobity scobity will do what one to a person? of a gram. That'll kill you. Can cause severe burning pain. So like if one little molecule jumped off of it and landed in your mouth, you'd be like Bugs Bunny after eating a hot pepper or something. Probably like Roger Rabbit after drinking booze. Ooh. Good reference. Thank you. All right. I'm into that. Well, how was your guys' uh, Christmas and shuddy slash birthday? It was, you know, it's been 
been hectic, but it was good. Everything went off reasonably without a hitch. We got you and I got to spend some quality time together, but I mean, we did have Draven and Carl with us, so we didn't get to be as romantic as we would have liked. Yeah, Carl got really bummed when we sixty nine. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't like uh, want us wanting to sit next to each other and hold hand on the hands on the roller coasters. I do think she was legit weirded out that you and I shared a baby bottle. Oh, uh, was she? Nah, probably not. I mean, I'm weird. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, you didn't see but the sun got weird. I so think we I... went to we went to American Dream Mall, uh, and lots of Asian stores. Uh, and there was an Asian grocery store called H Mart, and they had a drink that you could buy in their like grab and go cooler that was glass, but it came with a baby bottle nipple to drink out of uh so kevin bought it on a goof and we both took pictures drinking it out of it for the instagram yeah because like i don't know we went on this adventure i kind of talked it up like yeah let's go to american dream let's go to the craziest mall or i guess second craziest mall in america and, you know, we, we kind of just wandered around. We went into a bunch of stores. We split off from Carl for a little bit so she could go and, you know, <laughs> look at look at her dresses and tampoons or whatever. <laughs> whatever women do. And then, I don't know, it got, it got to the point where we were at that mall for like four hours. And I was like, all right, the only thing we've spent money on really has been rides. Uh, and, we, and, and lunch. <laughs> the only thing Kevin and I, yeah, we bought was food and... Roller coaster rides. Yeah, so I was like, all right, need they need something, something of substance out of this visit. And H Mart had so much weird stuff. I was just like, okay, we gotta get some I got like a little packet of slime to drink. Like drinkable slime. And then I saw that thing with a nipple on it, and I was like, all right. I guess that's silly. We'll just buy these things. And uh that that fucking strawberry baby bottle nipple drink. A little too sweet for me. It was very sweet, but I enjoyed it. I couldn't really fuck with that too much. Packet of slime, though? I, I housed that packet of slime. That was good slime. Really? You didn't sound like you were enjoying it that much in the backseat. I mean, the consistency was like a little cummy. So it it took a minute to to sort of get over that. But it's got... I yeah, think it's... it took me a while to get over that. <laughs> It's got like collagen and shit in it, so I guess you're supposed to drink that stuff to help yourself look younger. Or maybe that's Supposedly. just maybe that's just Allegedly. Korea's Korea's trick to get trick me to drinking giz. Oh, got me again. <laughs> but man, we went uh, we went on that that roller coaster ride. So the 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 first and only time I ever went to the American Dream Mall, I just went with my mom. And it was kind of similar to where it wasn't as packed as you'd think it would be. And there were barely any people in the in the amusement park area. And it was a weekday. And, you know, when the four of us went this past trip, it was a weekday as well. But I kind of figure being so close to Christmas, it might be a little bit busier. But there was not a lot of people in that amusement park area. In the amusement park area, no. But 
I think the rest of the mall is just so fucking big that it didn't feel like there were as many people as were actually there. Yeah, that's true. Because it was, it, there was people everywhere. It wasn't like we ever really, unless the section was, had no stores in it and we were wandering around, there really wasn't an area where we didn't pass a throng of people. Yeah. But with how cool that fucking roller coaster area is, it is, uh, it's a bit of a shame that it's not more active because it's really cool. I wish it's, more of the rides were open. It's expensive. It is. The tickets are it, a little. It's expensive. And I don't know that there's enough there to justify the cost if you're going there as for it to be in an amusement park. And it's a little unrealistically expensive for somebody who's there to go to the actual mall. Well, what was the, on a, what was the, the, the wristband price? Cause we just bought individual tickets and we're like, all right, we'll just do two rides worth we'll- $60 for the day. It's so not like an, honestly it's not terrible and here's why if you get there on a day where they actually are running everything there was no line for a single ride so if you have one of those wristbands and you can just keep go from ride to ride to ride to ride to ride and man that shit was fun let me just let me get another go look at my wristband hit me again but it also was a very interesting experience because I feel like when you're a kid and you go to a Six Flags or something like that or Disney and you're just like, man, imagine if you were so rich you could just have your own park. Or like like Cartman, like when Cartman got that uh, amusement park in that South Park episode. Like it's not as fun as you'd think. To It's kind of depressing being in like an abandoned but functioning amusement park. It was like, shit, I guess waiting in line at least a little bit, having some people around does add to the experience. This is just kind of depressing. Although we we went on the, the Shredder ride because they have like four different Ninja Turtle rides. And we were kind of picking like, all right, there was one Ninja Turtle ride. I think I played video of it after my last visit there where it's it's like the 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 pirate ship. It like rocks back and forth. And then it gets so high, it goes over. But instead of sitting in rows on the pirate ship, you sit in a circle. And this motherfucker rotates as it goes upside down and does loop-de-loops. And I don't know what Draven's thoughts were, but the three of us were like, oh, that's that's a hard pass. That will be uh, vomiting. Shredder was seems to be right there were a lot of things about the Shredder ride that put it right close to me being not feeling well when we were. Yeah, because the the Shredder we done. the Shredder ride, you almost sit in like the the teacup style thing. It's a roller coaster, but you sit two and two facing each other, and this this thing also spins. But we watched it go a couple of times, and we're like, all right, it's it's not spinning very fast. And it's a lot of like drops and curves and stuff. So let's let's give Shredder a shot. And man, I'm I'm right there with you, Shuddy. That thing, 
got me right to the line of where I was like, ooh, I might need a nap. So things I did that that really made it quite tense for me. Like, it, as you're spinning... <laughs> so there are a couple of turns that are are not full inverted, but you're vertical. Like, you're, the turn is sideways. And so the car is spun so they're out so like one of you one set of people is like hanging from the track and the other set of people is above the track that was unnerving and i don't like non-banked turns like i don't ride the wild mouse because that non-banked turn with the momentum going that way normal on, on, on a regular wild mouse bothers me the fuck is a wild mouse like the ones there at the boardwalk that you go up and then it just goes around on a track making sharp curves and then drops down a level and oh then like does the jet again. star maybe where's that uh seaside heights but hurricane sandy knocked that son of a bitch into the ocean i don't know if they rebuilt it but yeah that was i came close to losing my lunch on that one but we walked away unscathed and <laughs> I will say it was fun. I was not expecting that ride to be that gnarly. When no, those was, those drops yeah, were like, fucking serious. We watched it. We watched all these little girls go on it and we're like it's obviously not that big of a deal if they're all getting on and getting off with smiles on their faces. And then Kevin and I got on and first drop we're both screaming that we might have made a bad choice. It was dope. But it, it ended up being fun. It ended up being a lot of fun. Yeah, it was cool. I was I was also very disappointed that once again the Legends of the Hidden Temple obstacle course was shut down because I really wanted to put Shuddy Boy in his place and just dominate him. Oh, we would have done it, and I would have proven that not only am I smarter and better looking, but I'm also more athletic. Well, that's just a steaming pile of horseshit. I would have loved to see you prove to be more athletic than Kevin. Let's be honest. It both would have ended with us dangling in our harnesses and screaming that our scrotes got caught in one of the straps. We could only hope. We could only hope that's how it would go. Oh, God, I need an attendant. Help. It was It was a little strange. I don't count Space Mountain because it, you're in the dark. Uh, but it... It was weird being on a roller coaster inside. Yeah. It is a little weird. For sure. Especially when you can see all the other rides. Usually, like a Space Mountain or Indiana Jones at Disney. Like, you're inside, but that's the only ride you see. This one had, like, other roller coasters intertwining with the fucking tracks of the other one. It was... It's pretty wild that that place exists. Um, and with how much money that mall is losing on a yearly basis, um, if you live in the area, you might want to check that out sooner than later because, I mean, we still saw tons of signs of stores that were on their way. You know, so-and-so is going to be fairly here. fairly high-end. Oh, yeah, because they had a fancy part of the mall, too, that I think they even pumped in different smells to smell fancier. <laughs> it was funny they had like the porcata. yeah they had fancier decorations there was like these shiny statues of shaved poodles and shit 
Yeah, it, the Christmas decorations went from being standard Christmas fare to being like these Christmas trees made out of like dangling crystals and gold ornaments and stuff. Like it just got very much. And there were like four stores open on that side. Yeah, they haven't gotten the fancy shit done yet. And every one of them had a dude working the front door that looked like they would not have let Kevin or I in. No way. Even though we were dressed (laughs) pretty pretty respectably. No, like they're like, you can't afford to to come in here. I don't know. I think think my long sleeve 200 stab wound shirt was a dead giveaway that um, I could not afford any of their products. I couldn't even afford one of their like bags. Like, you know, when you go to the grocery store and like, did you bring your bag? Ah, no, you got to ding me a dime so I can get one of the fucking paper ones. They're like, oh, sir, you could not afford one of our bags to put your purchases in. Get the fuck out of here, you degenerate. And they had, I mean, they had wacky clothes that we were making jokes about. We should go try that on. That that would would not have gone over well in the Ferrari store. Remember that, like, plaid yellow... <laughs> the flashiest, was... most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. I wonder if they make you sign like, because uh... you know, I I think if you go to an actual exotic um, car dealership, they have to run a. They don't. You can't just go there and be like, yeah, I want to test drive one of your new Ferraris. They they'll like do a background check on you or some shit, right? To make sure you're... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, sir. You are too broke to test drive our McLaren. Get the fuck I, out of I here. I am sure if I rolled into a Ferrari dealership in my Volkswagen Passat and said, I would like to uh, test drive one of these, they would do a credit check on me first. Uh, no, you don't understand. I just I just won the Powerball. I haven't cashed my ticket yet. I'm going to leave you a bad Yelp review. <laughs> man but uh my trip back was you might as well have called it a national lampoons trip so my my mom is back in jersey at uh you know her and my stepdad's old house and this year was my my nephew jack his first Christmas. So my brother-in-law, his parents obviously wanted to be there for their grandson's first Christmas. Uh, my stepdad and his kids obviously wanted to be there for Christmas, and they all have children of their own. And then uh, my cousin was there, my stepsister's husband's brother, his girlfriend, and his mom. I can't even recap it all. I, I, I tried to do a head count at one point, but for, I think, two days, there were 30 people there, if you count the babies. So, there's two bathrooms in the house. One is in my mom and stepdad's room, and then there's one in the hallway. And I think everybody felt weird going into my mom's room to use that bathroom. So so that was like 30 shitting asses 
in one toilet. And well, that should have been good for you because you, your mom, Mr. J, Joy, and Jeff should have all had like private use of the bathroom in their room. That's true. Yeah, you're one of the in crowd. Yeah. But I, I, I actually did one time peek in there, and there was uh, the door was shut, and I didn't want to be the one who knocks and hear, they're occupied, I'm shitting. So I just kept using the hallway one, too. I don't understand why, why that weirds you out, because... I don't know. You're literally the only one that would know that you're the one that's knocking. I feel like it's more embarrassing for the person behind the door to have to answer or i could always just fool them like and knock and they're like someone's in here be like be... oh nope this is shuddy boy sorry <laughs> hey you don't knock and then be like hey it's kevin is somebody in there you just knock and they say occupied and you walk away and they never know who it was like so 30 people didn't sleep there but 14 or more people slept in that house for a couple nights which, it is not a house that can accommodate that many people. Like my, it, it, it started very quickly. My stepdad's grandson, who's like 20, when him and his brother showed up, they wanted to go down to the basement and, and hook up like their, their PlayStation or something to the TV. And they didn't realize that the entertainment console down there was in multiple parts. So when he went to move it, the top part was not attached to everything. And it fell and hit him in the head and then crashed through the TV and shattered it. And then I would say two hours later, I took a shower and I forgot my towel on the hook behind the door. And, you know, I laid out my the clothes that I was going to change into. So I didn't want to step over them and get water all over the clothes that I was about to put on and all over the bathroom to reach for the towel so I tried to lean and grab the towel and I braced my left hand on the towel rod towel bar and ripped that motherfucker right out of the wall <laughs> took chunks of sheetrock with it <laughs> fell onto the floor and then my <laughs> wet roly-poly body absorbed all the mashed up sheetrock that fell on the ground too so I basically breaded myself like a cutlet, had to turn the shower back on <laughs> and like wash all the fucking ground up. Did they really off yell me. into the bathroom? Like, you're right in there, Kevin. I mean, they, no, they, no one heard it, but they were still dealing with my nephew getting hit in the head and busting the, the TV downstairs. So like while they're dealing with that, I had to come downstairs and be like, Guys, I am so sorry. And they're like, what? Fucking what? I was like, I sort of ripped the towel rod out of the wall in the bathroom and took the sheetrock with it. And they were like, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Then, you know, I feel like you have a house packed with 30 people. It's a holiday. It's crowded. Everybody wants to drink. Then come all the broken wine glasses. So I think my mom and Mr. J's 
like little whiskey tumblers and wine glass collection dropped drastically. There was a lot of broken glasses. Uh, one of the toilets. Oh yeah. So the toilet in my mom's room stopped working. I forgot that. I was just looking at my notes. So that stopped working. Sounds, so that, that drove all like the traffic. A Griswold family Christmas. Oh, it was. And then like, you know, I obviously wasn't going to need a new coffin. <laughs> Excuse me. A tree. <laughs> <laughs> Fix the newel post. <laughs> like I obviously wasn't going to fly with two weeks worth of clothes. And this is a very minor thing. But the uh, the outlets somehow not the stuff powering the actual washer and dryer, but all the lights in the uh, laundry room stopped working. So I had to do laundry in the dark with um, flashlight. My mom was like, "We'll fix that problem in January." Fuck this. <laughs> Just if you got to do laundry, get your phone out and turn the fucking flashlight on. Um. But they so one of the things we went in on for Christmas, me and my sister and my step siblings, we all pitched in and got a new tower. Rack. <laughs> we got this like outdoor grill that my stepdad really wanted. Shuddy, did you see it? I didn't see it, but it's one of those like blackstone griddles. Yeah, like, yeah, it's almost like a hibachi thing. It's like a flat. So instead grill. of being a grill with grates, it's. A propane outdoor griddle. Yeah. And it so was like, cool as fuck. We made like Taylor ham, egg and cheese sandwiches on it. And they cooked in like a split second and they were delicious. Is that like what they, is that what they, like they cooked the dirty dogs on? Like yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. So he was like whipping stuff up there and, you know, cooking for that many people. It was like an assembly line. So they're bringing out big trays of stuff as it's finished cooking. One of them got like all melted because it got too close to the grill. So it got put off to the side. My sister was trying to get to all of her baby stuff. Knocked that thing on the ground. Shattered it. That got destroyed. Uh, and then she got out the vacuum to vacuum up all the smaller parts of it. And my phone was plugged in and sitting on the couch. And the vacuum caught the cable. Pulled my phone off the couch. And it landed in the dog bowl full of water. Luckily, iPhones are made of, of tougher things these days, so it survived. <laughs> then came the dead animal smell in the bathroom, which I had a theory, which I later floated to my stepdad, that when I ripped the towel rod out of the wall and pulled the sheetrock with it, that it opened some portal to hell, or <laughs> maybe a squirrel had gotten in there and died, and ripping the holes in the wall let that smell come out. But I don't think to this day we ever figured out what was causing it. It could have been the 30 shitting asses. But it didn't smell like poo. It was like, it was literally like dead animals and farts. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was a I've little... been around my fair share of farts, but not enough dead animals to really <laughs> understand what you're saying. Just for, real quick, uh, for the record, that outfit in the Ferrari store that we had discussed me trying on would have cost $2,100 had we ruined it. Oh, we should have gone The shirt is 1190 and the shorts uh, were 920 It's also worth noting that they were fucking hideous. Here, I can... Uh... Yeah, let's see a picture of this. 
So it was these yellow shorts. Silk Bermuda shorts with 7x7 print. Oh, baby. Are they for women only? Oh, there, there. There, that's the that's the outfit ensemble that I was going to try on in the Ferrari. Holy store. shit. You, that would be you pretty cool. Imagine looking like a bigger penis than that, Jeff. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I could uh I could talk myself into wearing something like that. <clears throat> I'm trying to I was floating the idea, but it got um didn't go over so well. I was, I was floating the idea of um doing a tracksuit. You know, like the mafia, <laughs> like like Sopranos, because I kept getting like run DMC. These... Sure, okay, yeah. I was thinking more of a guinea look because I could probably pull that off a lot easier than I could pull off. I mean, you're halfway there with the V neck already, just right? Know. Right, and you are Italian, <clears throat> exactly. So definitely not black. So uh, I was thinking about doing a tracksuit look. I don't know, like how, like mullets are back in. Why can't tracksuits be back in? I don't know that tracksuits ever really went out. Yeah, oh. people might mistake you for a bad guy in John Wick, but you can still rock them. I was thinking about doing a tracksuit, and I, I've been getting served up Instagram ads for tracksuits. <clears throat> so it's I, you keep talking. I about actually, it. I have a a my traditional Christmas morning outfit is a tracksuit. That's fucking awesome. Uh, it's a velour tracksuit and it's got a sequin tiger head wearing a Santa hat on the back. Uh, if you hold for a couple of minutes, I can go grab it. Sure. Uh, I would love to see this. All right. Well, Shuddy Boy's doing that. I think I might have brought this up on the show once, but like when I was a little kid, you know, my mom and I lived with my grandparents because she had me super young and we had a lot of Christmases with them and they would always bust out, you know, the same ornaments and stuff on the tree every year. And there was this one that kind of looked like a lantern. It was like, but it looked like the top of a streetlight or something. It was very simple and it was red, but for some reason... I always loved that ornament. And I don't know why. It was just like a weird little Kevin thing. And I was talking about it. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know how to fucking describe this thing, but all right, Shuddy's back. We'll finish right, your like story real quick. Black and gold. Yeah. Um, so I, I was ta- talking to my family about it and I'm like trying to explain it and everybody's looking at me like I have three heads. So I just gave up. I'm like, ah, fuck, whatever. It's gone. doesn't matter. My mom was like, hey, I found something if you want to take it back to California with you. And I'm like, what? She's like, go look out in the other room. And there it was, my favorite ornament from when I was a little kid. And I was like, no, put it on the tree. Just put it on the tree here. Like, I, I do Christmas with you. So I would rather see my favorite ornament from my childhood on the tree where I'm spending Christmas, not the foot and a half one that I put fucking Super Mario <laughs> ornaments on in my apartment. So she's like, all right, all right. But she never put it on the tree. So two days after Christmas, she was going to put it away, dropped and shattered it. Oh. Never even got to see that thing back on on the tree. So I was like, she was like, oh, I have to find a replacement. I don't even know how to Google this. I don't know how to describe it. She's like, 
that thing was on the tree when I was a kid. So that ornament was from either the 50s or 60s. And it was missing for a very, very long time, unearthed to be destroyed three days later. Fuck. I guess I should have just been like, sure, I'll take it back to California. But I'm like, I'm not flying with a fucking old-ass ornament. It'll break. Although I will say, one time I went on a family vacation, got home, was unpacking my checked bag, and I found a box of light bulbs. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I get a text from my uncle. Hey, how did your, uh, how'd your bag turn out? And I was like, what? He's like, oh, shit, did it not work? And I was like, oh, wait, wait a second. You put those in there? He's like, yeah. Did they shatter? And I was like, no. He's like, ah, damn it. He thought just like putting like one of those, pap- when you buy like a four pack of light bulbs and they come in that like paper sleeve, he just threw that in my check bag. And somehow they survived a cross country flight without breaking and ruining my clothes. So fuck, maybe I could have. I mean, there only, there's only two possible, two chances it could break. It's when you're, when the airline workers are loading the plane and emptying the plane. So maybe you just got good airline workers that day that didn't fucking uh, drop kick your your baggage. Yeah, maybe. Well, I want to see this, Shuddy. What is your yeah. Christmas get up? Wow, oh, that is lovely. That is. It's kind of like the uh, the jacket that um, Rocky Balboa bought in in, in Rocky too. It is. That's kind of what made me was like I have to have that. Yeah, that thing's tacky as fuck. Yep, and it's like, I mean, it's not real velour. It's whatever kind of velour you get in a $20 Christmas tracksuit. Uh, but it only comes out Christmas morning and then goes back away until next Christmas. Man, that thing must smell like nutsacks. No, it, it gets washed after I wear it. Jesus. So for the people not watching on YouTube, it's like a black zip-up track jacket with red, red arms. pants, by the way. It does have pants, too. The, the sleeves are red. There's like a black and yellow trim around the collar and the zipper. And then there is a sequined... Is that a tiger head? Sure is. Wearing a Santa hat. Fucking classy. Man, if anybody's going to snatch... Thing, every single part of the tiger is a sequin. Man, that'll you can snatch Mrs. Claus right off of Santa's arm with that thing. That is a puss puss magnet you got there, Shuddy. Ah, well, I mean, Jeff, I, I I remember we checked in with you and you said you were not going to eat acid on Christmas. I'm guessing you stuck with that. I yeah, didn't eat acid. I think this has been the third out of the last four years that I had COVID. Or I don't know if I had COVID. I didn't test, but I was I was pretty sick this year. And yeah. Yeah, it's turning into an annual tradition. So that sucked. Um, I wasn't going to do anything anyways besides sit around and watch sports and gamble on sports. Christmas Eve was Sunday. So it gives me full football to watch and gamble on. And then Christmas Monday, which had three football games, none of which I bet on, actually, surprisingly. And then five basketball games, all of which I bet on. So just gambled. It is kind of crazy because, you know, when um, when the, the house kind of got full, you know, leading up to Christmas, Christmas Day, all that shit, 
that what 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 was there like twenty seven hours of football every day? Like I all I wanted to do was watch Christmas movies, and it was like, hey, don't worry, there's only like five minutes left in this quarter. I'm like, yeah, I know what that means. That means there's twelve hours left in this quarter. <laughs> These motherfuckers are going to talk about the line of spinach for the next eighteen hours. This is this is bullshit. <laughs> Wait, you so someone took over your TV at your mom's house? Yeah, but then it, I got out. I rallied the women and and outvoted them. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, damn it! How dare you? Well, I can't believe. Think about what you just said out loud. It's bullshit. It's fucking Christmas. We should all be fucking watching Christmas movies, like cuddled up under blankets and and drinking hot chocolates and shit. Not. Not, oh, there goes Johnson. He, he just tripped over the line of spinach. Oh, and there's a timeout. Oh, this is going to be a long one, folks. This is going to be a long one. And then, you know, I got those people in my family that every time there's a good play, they're like. <laughs> you mean normal I, uh, dudes? My mom. Like, Stop clapping! Stop uh, it! They can't hear you! My mom has picked up the smoking habit again. Oh, no. Uh, That's your bad influence, Shuddy. It is. It is 100%. Uh, but within like the first 40 minutes she was at the house, she went outside like three times and the Eagles were playing and my aunt would not stop talking to me that I finally just, I poked my head out the door and I was like, are you going to fucking chain smoke the entire time you're here? Uh, because you need to come in and be here to talk to Aunt Cheryl because I can't with her right now. <laughs> I can't. This fucking with this game on, I cannot do small talk right now. Like, man, it was. Yeah, it was bad. I was like, and, and you know, how how long does the average football game last? Is it like eight hours? It's three. No fucking way is it three. There's no way. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, there were just three back-to-back games of football, so there were nine hours of football on, on Christmas. Man. I mean, when you when you have the free games and stuff, it's probably closer to 11. The NFL is just straight up like, you will not spend time with your family. We fucking got you. Get the well, fuck out of here. Well, in our case, we spend time with our family while watching the NFL. Yes. Man, this is good. That sounds horrible. And you didn't feel weird being the only guy who, oh, I don't, I guess I don't know if you're the only guy, but one of the few guys that didn't watch football. I mean, it was, it was a very female heavy house. And, you know, it's, it's the, the, the democracy that you, everybody wanted to watch the classics. It's fucking Christmas Eve and Christmas. And people wanted to watch, you know, Christmas vacation and elf and a Christmas story. It's like, we can't, have 18 hours of the line of spinach. We got to sneak a couple Christmas movies in. When did the TV get broken? It was the da- it was the one in the basement. But when? So that got broken I think within 20 minutes of his grandkids showing up. But on, what day? When I think maybe the 21st. Okay, so the second TV was out of commission. Yeah. Which when, could have theoretically been the football or Christmas movie TV, I guess. Yeah, that little fucker ruined it. <laughs> ruined your Christmas. 
until you took it back. That that little fucker uh, led to lobbying. Kevin having to rally the women. To get yeah, lobbying. Way. I was like, this fucking is... lobbying the chicks. Are you seeing Mommy, this shit? They want to watch. They won't let me watch Christmas movies. <laughs> Damn it, Kevin. Oh man. Look, there's there's did Carl did Carl leave at that time? Yeah, yeah. But oh she was gone, all right. Yeah, Carl, I think Carl left. Were you on, nervous like, that the, you lost a vote? Like, god damn it, great. Now I gotta start from nah, she zero. Would, she would have been Switzerland. She wouldn't have chimed in. Oh, good. Thank God. Yeah, she went she went back on like I think the the twenty third. But yeah, my anyone call you an F word? Like, come <laughs> on, we're not watching Christmas movie. we're not watching movies today. You no they hit you with it? Nope. No. Actually, that everybody was pretty chill about being overridden. Like, all right, yeah, I guess we have just watched 12 hours of football. We'll put a movie on. <laughs> what time did you get the movie on? I don't know. We had, like, a really early dinner, so I think we threw Christmas Vacation on at, like, 6 or 6.30. But, you know, like... Yeah. It, it was... So you did deal with, like, six hours of football there? And we did we did do some like catering and stuff, but like there was stuff that my mom was cooking and people brought stuff, so there was tons of dishes and you know stuff needed to be cleaned and moved out. And I was just you know I could tell my mom was getting stressed out. It doesn't take much. And I was like, hey, let me. What can I what can I help you with? Put me to work. How how can I help you? And she was like, you can you just why don't take the oh god damn it I can't do this. I, you know what? Just just go. And I looked over at my sister and I was like, Ooh. she's like, yeah, get, get, get the fuck out of there. I was like, all right, sorry, sorry for trying to help. I'll get the fuck out of here. It was, uh, it was, it was tense. There were some, some arguments, some screaming matches. Uh, really? That's yeah. awesome. It was family, baby. It was very, it was very national lampoon. But on it, like, I thought it was about to crescendo with like all the stuff that happened, like, TV getting shattered, me ripping the thing out of the wall, dead animal smell, glasses being broken, electricity going out in the laundry room, my, my football, my phone getting knocked into a dog bowl. But it kind of it kind of just petered out. It, it it got right up to the line, but never went full Griswold, which I guess was good. I mean, would have made better stories for today, but uh, I, I mean, it didn't. It didn't happen this time, but there was an animal that chewed through a power cord in the house also. Oh, Roxy? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, th- oh I forgot. Um, my stepsister brought her dog, which is like a... I don't know what kind it is, but it's a mutt. It was a big, big mutt. And my mom's dogs did not get along with that dog. And anytime they saw each other, they would bark. And, you know... Baby Jack takes mad naps and shit, and every time the dogs barked, it would wake him up. So they had to like keep the dogs separate, and there was like a lot of aggression between the dogs. They still like barked at each other and got in fights between the gates and stuff. There was there was also an animal element to it. I, I got There has to be some sort of a plan. I don't know how you do it, but the family's getting too fucking big. Everybody's porking and cream pieing and more people are coming and getting married and it's just enormous. I don't I don't know what Christmas 2024 is going to look like cuz I don't I don't think they can repeat that. Although if they did it would be fucking hysterical. 
I am not missing a second of that if that happens again. Someone's going to get stabbed. <laughs> Over the holidays? Yeah. Did you go Did you go see any uh, movies on Christmas? No. <clears throat> the, uh, the pandemic kind of killed that tradition, that Clark family tradition. We were, th- we were thinking about it. We were going to go, but I ended up... Like you lobbying with the ladies, I uh, lobbied with the family and talked them out of it. And was like, hey, let's just go Tuesday. I wanted to watch sports from Monday and Sunday. So we, uh, I went and saw Iron Claw on Tuesday. That was like, that would have been the Christmas movie and that turned into the uh, day after Christmas movie. Which Kevin, did you meet, did you see the Iron Claw? I didn't. Yeah, well, I, I did. As much downtime as there was, it was it was tough trying to pull people to go to the theater. Well, I, we did go. I we did go see see it while you what? were in New Jersey because we had talked when I saw you before you left. You had talked about wanting to see it. I meant since you got back. My apologies. No, no. I mean, even even since I got back, um, Carl and I did go to the theater in Jersey and in L.A., but uh, Iron Claw did not make the cut. Uh, I honestly think Carl would really like the Iron Claw. Why do you see Zach Efron's penis? Um, no, but it, it's that good of a movie. It's it's not just a wrestling movie. It's I it I. It's a twenty four, Shuddy. I know you hate them. I have been on the record and have said that it's specifically horror movies by a twenty four excluding green room but everything else marcel the shell uh everything everywhere all at once um okay and the iron claw is now in that category the iron claw yeah the movie i think it was excellent zach efron deserves an oscar nom he was Holy that shit. good and as the winner of the two previous oscar bets I, sh- you know, that probably should carry some weight for everyone. <laughs> yeah. I thought it kind of sucked. Uh, really? What a so, surprise. Uh, you know, uh, listen, it, it's Man, not don't throw that ball. surprising. It, it, so the first portion of the movie is very fast. There's a lot of stuff going on when they're really building up the characters as wrestlers. And then when the Von Erich luck starts to kick in, the movie does like come to almost a screeching halt and develop very slowly from there. Um, so I'm assuming that's one of your complaints, Jeff. I mean, I wasn't going to put it that articulate. Uh, <laughs> my, brothers, my brothers told me it's like the wrestler meets Wolf of Wall Street. And there wasn't a single titty in this entire movie. Spoiler no. alert. Oh, no, Jeff, don't Jeff. see tit. Yep, Jeff. No tits. I just, I don't know. I think they dropped the ball there. You got international superstars, good-looking dudes in the 80s. Got to give me a montage with some blow and titties. I need that. I mean, come on. Come on. You can't tell me they weren't oh. doing blow and fucking groupies. Jeff, don't see tit. You disagree with me here, Kevin. 
Yeah, it's, wrestlers in the eighties are international superstars. You're not. They're not. I mean, you can oh, Google tit and see two million different tits. It's like it's not. It's not like the days where you had to try and find I a PG thirteen movie that shows nudity or fucking steal a, a hustler out of a dumpster. Like, there's plenty of opportunities to see boobs. Yeah, well, we're never going to see Zac Efron's wife's tits in those in that movie. She was, Shuddy, she was a fucking dime. She was a minx, right? Yeah, she was attractive. I don't think they needed to have sex scenes in that movie to tell the story of the Von Erich brothers. <laughs> like, like, I mean, it, you could just build up how awesome it was their run, their 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 success was. Like, there wasn't enough of that. It was too much, like, misery. Thank God I didn't see it on Christmas. It, oh, my God. It, yeah, it was it was borderline misery porn. Uh, it was terrible. Because even though I, so, like, I I had no, I knew who the Von Erichs were. Like, I've heard of them. I know who the Texas Tornado was from his time in WWF. Yeah, I heard of him. And then I watched the Dark Side of the Ring about them on Vice. Which, so I knew what what was gonna happen to everyone, uh, but even knowing that, it was still fucking hard to watch. I didn't even know. I didn't know that. I mean, my brother told me. He like kind of gave me a heads up. Like this is this movie's probably gonna get depressing at some point because it gets real ugly for this family. It was <clears throat> so. There's another Von Eric brother. They only showed what was it five of the no, six they only or showed four the of the four five? that they showed four the four that wrestled. <laughs> but it was <laughs> only one of them had a happy ending, Kevin, and it was so depressing that they just caught out one of the brothers. Like you know what, we can't do that depressing. We're oh just not gonna, we're not going to tell the other brother's story, which went along the same lines as the, <laughs> the other four or four of them. Jesus. Like, yeah, I mean, it was it, one of the one of the last lines of the movie, and this may be a little spoilery, but again, it's based on something that happened that's factual, so you can kind of know what's going on. The last line of the movie is one of the kids asks Zach Efron's character why he's crying, and he goes, "Well, I guess it's because I used to be a brother, and now I'm not." No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yikes. Fucking <laughs> terrible. I'll tell you what, though. I've, I feel like I've asked this almost every other episode. Have either one of you watched The Bear? Yes. Show? I like The Bear a lot. I have not. I've never seen it. That kid, uh, or that dude, Jeremy Allen White, he's got kind of the it factor. I, I, I can see it with him. Like, I think he's going to be... He's in a he's in a pretty big star. I mean, he probably already. Yeah, I guess he already is if you watch the Bear. But he played the the Texas Tornado. What was it? Carrie Von, Carrie Eric. Von Eric, and he's fucking phenomenal. Like they all he stole were. the show. Yeah, they're all good. But I don't know. Just watching him, he kind of like pops off the screen. You're like, all right, I see it with him. Yeah. So but Zac Efron can act. Actually, yeah, he's good. Yeah, I know he was good. That was hey, that was the most surprising part of the movie was just how good he. I've really always was. liked Zac Efron, but I guess I always see him in silly shit. Yeah, I've never, I've never had a problem with him, 
but he's always you know Baywatch, Neighbors. That's the stuff that yeah. I've really seen him in, and he's the dude from High School Musical. Like I never taken him like seriously as an actor, but he really. I wonder if like part of the casting was like, "Are you willing to do steroids for fifteen months?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> and he was fucking yoked. <laughs> yeah, they all were. They, yeah. Jeremy Allen White was also really yoked. Well, I mean, like, even Zac Efron in, in Baywatch, I mean, he looked like a, a shredded porn star dick. He was just like rippled and covered with veins. Yeah, I, I guess Jeremy Allen White looked a little more natural. Like it just didn't, it doesn't, it's not possible for Zac Efron to reach his yeah. level of physique without steroids. Like it's just not, yeah. he can't, he can't do Looking it. at Zach Efron in Baywatch is not Zach Efron in the iron claw. Really? Cause I mean, he was fucking shredded in Baywatch, like uncomfortably Let's shredded. It. it looked like his skin was going to rip from trying to contain the muscles beneath him. Well, how I many, I don't even remember. I never even saw Baywatch. So I don't know. Eh, not worth it. How many, um, Sweaty, stinky pro wrestling dicks. Are you guys gonna suck? Can you guys see that? Yeah. So that's he's just mass. Uh, what the fuck did I just do? Like that's how yoked he was in the. Like it's it's different. Like he's big. Yeah, dude, he is yoked. Steroids had to have happened for sure. I know this is so this is kind of, this is kind of random, but I think about this once every few months. Whenever like someone around me talks about wrestling, but my my sports management professor told me one of the craziest fucking things uh, I'd ever heard. And in class, he told the whole class this. And he, he you'll maybe know this, Shuddy. No way you do, Kevin. But he was Roger Clemens' stare. Uh, a trainer. He's the guy who testified to Congress that he gave Roger Clemens steroids. Um, and pretty famous guy, Brian McMe, whatever. He ended up being my professor. And he would say crazy shit because he had like he actually had internal knowledge of like sports stories, right? Like 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 for instance, Brett Favre. If you, you've heard of Brett Favre, right? He was in something about Mary. Yeah. <clears throat> he Did he text his dick to an, somebody? Yeah, yep. He had his issues with with painkillers, right? That's what that's what that's what the public knows. Like he had an issue with painkillers because of all the injuries that he had to deal with. But like my professor once was like, it wasn't painkillers. That motherfucker was doing cocaine. Like I know, I know (laughs) he was doing cocaine. So shit. All right. So he would say stuff like that. So, anyways, he told us once. And I Google it every now and then to see if anyone has ever like talked about it or if it's on Reddit. But he told us once that the WWF started off as a gay escort service for rich old dudes. And Vince McMahon's father was a pimp who would who would just like hook old rich guys up with with with, you know, gay guys, jack gay guys. He's like, y- that was, that's how WWF started. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's true, but every now and then I'll Google. It's like I'll just Google like Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon dad, gay escort. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, take your it's, pick. Who would you like to fuck in the ass tonight, Macho Man or the Iron Sheik? It's not a take. What a hell I'm trying of a to stable. think of. 
like you would say it's like the hottest take ever. It's not a take, but it was one of like the one of the hottest things ever, like hottest takes ever heard. Alleged like, admission. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> wait, you're saying WWF start off as a, a gay escort service? <laughs> like you gotta have proof for that. Like, come well, on, someone dude. could argue it still is. <laughs> right. Like it's like something like my father would have told me to try to get me to stop watching wrestling. I was a kid. It was like, you know, these are actually gay guys. <laughs> That's what they do in their off time. They they, they blow other guys. You well, stop speaking, watching of, that. speaking of blowing guys, what uh how many dicks are you guys sucking? Hmm. I'm training. sucking four and a half. I hold it I'm a, I'm only sucking three. I was told wrestler meets Wolf of Wall Street. Not enough drugs, not enough blow. Or not enough blow, not enough titties. All right. Got to give me some more. Fair enough. Zach Evron was good. So was Jeremy Allen White. I did see a lot of stuff, and I'm not going to fucking bog the show down with all of it. Uh, I'll give a quick one. On the plane to Jersey, Jeff, I did watch that, um, that one you did, the Leave the World Behind. And I was, I was, oh, it's been a while since we connected. Did I review that? Yeah. And you said it was, okay. you said it was like decent. Like I, I think when it came out, it was getting shredded and ripped apart and you're like, oh, it's not that bad. It tickled my balls, but like the ending was just like, ah, what the fuck? Yeah. I, I feel like it, I don't necessarily need everything spelled out for me because sometimes, especially with stuff like that, like the world is falling apart and it's kind of fun being with the characters. They're like, okay, I can't make any phone calls. There's all this weird shit happening. I don't know why. It's kind of fun to be trapped in that mystery. And I don't necessarily need it all spelled out because sometimes whatever you're creating in your head or imagining uh, can be better than an explanation that's given to you. So I don't mind when it's left a little open-ended, but I feel like that movie could have used a more definitive moment to end on. Than what they chose to end it on, like it, it I mean, seemed the like ending. it seemed like there was like five minutes more, and that would have been the true ending. See, okay, I hear you. I think you could have done like a whole another movie. I mean, it was you cool, I mean? and supposedly it takes place in the Mister Robot universe. Oh, okay, shit. Uh, but yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. It was it was fine. It was worth it was a watch. Good acting, like a, a good story. It's just the ending, and like I don't know. To me, it was like too open ended. Like you need to like kind of give us some more substance there. Yeah, because like it, it was like in my head, it was like it could have been really fucking cool, like really sweet. I mean, they did essentially spell out what was happening, right? But I again, it needed a definitive moment to end on. And it was where they chose to end it and what they ended it on was not very satisfying, but I still enjoyed the ride enough to where I was like, all right, that was, I don't regret watching that. Um, And I will, I will say, so I watched a couple new streaming things. Like I watched Maestro, the new Bradley Cooper Netflix movie. Um, I watched, I watched Poor Things, the new Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo movie. I watched... Rebel Moon Part 1, Zack Snyder's axed Star Wars movie that got uh, repurposed directly to Netflix. Four things. Jeff C. Titty or no? 
Oh, Jeff. Because we had discussed that, that, that he was able to get her naked in a previous movie, and you had thought that maybe Emma Stone would get naked in Poor Things. Jeff C. Tons of tit. Oh, Jeff C. Mad tit? Mad tit. In Poor Things? Jeff C. Kuchana. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, there's full frontal nudity. Is Emma Stone one of those full frontal nudists? She is. Mm-hmm. But there's also a bunch of naked dudes in it, too. So, oh, Jeff C. Dick. Not cool. Jeff C. Sack. So does, are, are, is that a one-to-one ratio, Jeff, or does one hold more weight than the other? <laughs> I need to see two tits for every one dick. <laughs> I mean, okay, it is... Well, do two tits or two sets of tits? No, two tits. Okay. It is, it's endless. It's a very, very horny movie. So I guess we'll just go with that one. Uh, <laughs> I I have not always been the biggest fan of the this director. Like, uh, you know, The Lobster and Killing of a Sacred Deer were both well-made, well-acted movies, but they were just a little a little too out there for me. Like it wasn't my brand of strangeness. So those ones didn't land with me. And then when the favorite, you know, won Oscars and people were raving about it, I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And then I was just like, you know what? I did enjoy that. So I guess there is a chance there are, this director does make movies that land with me. And the trailer for poor things looks so fucking weird. Like, I mean, just Willem Dafoe and his weird scarred up, mangled face i was just like oh this looks even if this movie sucks i want to see it for its weirdness because you know i i watch i think my my letterboxed year in review i watched 525 movies last year there's no way yeah i watched a lot of fucking movies there's i don't understand how you could watch like one and a half movies per day. I mean, there are some days where <laughs> yes. if I'm not doing shit, I'll watch like four movies in a day. Yeah. I don't know. I'm fucking obsessed. You know, I, 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 I study them. I, I revisit them to watch them with like a closer magnifying glass. I'm a, I'm obsessed. So every now and then when somebody make something that's just so fucking weird and out there. It's like, all right, I need a little change of pace. I want to see something that I've never seen before. And poor things definitely provided that. Uh, but so it's basically a story of Emma Stone's character kills herself. She like throws herself off a bridge and Willem Dafoe is basically Dr. Frankenstein. And he finds her corpse and discovers that she's pregnant. And the baby is still alive. So he takes the baby's brain and puts it in Emma Stone's head and brings her back to life and kind of just like raises her as an experiment. And it's oddly horny. Like once she grows to the point where she's like, you know, I guess back to being an adult and discovers sexuality again, she just wants to bone nonstop and bones everybody and, there are some parts that get a little dark and it's like, ooh, I feel I feel a little unclean right now. But it was I actually really liked it. Um for 
for how weird it was, I mean, there's no way Jeff would like it, d- despite the abundance of, of nudity. Uh, it's got a chance with you, Shuddy. I don't know. But the, the acting was really good. The sets were cool. Like, it did had all these cool little gimmicks. Like, when they went to a new area, they would have these title cards that were really fucking creepy and weird. It just had a lot of interesting elements to it. Uh, so, I thought Poor Things was fucking cool. Like a 4.25 dicker. But again, there's there's no way Jeff would like it. Way too weird. You might so just want to watch it on mute. D is to be believed. Uh, I have watched only 35 films in 2023. But you don't log everything. No, I don't. <laughs> That's a good example of me not logging everything is that I average one movie every 10 days. Like, I want to see what Mark Rooster... See if I can look at his stats. Because he, he logs a lot of stuff. Oh! Um, and... I'll do one more review, and if anybody gives a shit, we could just do quick ones of the other ones on Patreon. But, Jeff, I did go see Wonka. Why Why are you, like, singling me out about that? Is it, did I ask you specifically about that? You, Yeah, you, were, you said you were, you were curious. Okay. All right, cool. Cause you, you said I just you, forgot that, but I am. <laughs> Fair enough. And you you were waiting on you were saying that if I saw it and gave it a really really high review, Mark Rooster smoked me. Five hundred and sixty five diary entries in twenty twenty three. Yeah, he got me. Mark Rooster is somehow a That's bigger movie nerd than I am. Four points forty seven point one movies per month, ten point eight movies per week. You know, if I didn't have to spend three weeks working around the clock shooting a movie, I probably would have beat him. All right, there's always next year. But yeah, so Wonka. I think you and Mark Rooster should put a bet on it. Make it interesting. No way. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. No way. No way. Also, results could be fudged. Results could be fudged. There's no way of verifying all 565 uh, movies. Good call. But uh, so Jeff, I will I will spare you and say that I do not think you would like the new Wonka because it's not a five dicker. But I think the average person will not be offended by it, if that makes sense. Timothy Chalamet is a pretty charming dude. He did a good job. He didn't Johnny Depp it and go like over the top and talk with like a silly high-pitched lady voice or anything. He played it kind of casual. And I don't know if either of you, I mean, well, again, no way Jeff did, but Shuddy, have you seen any of the Paddington movies? I have not, no. They're like, you know, it's, it's wholesome all ages, family friendly content, but they're fucking good. They're really, really good movies. I'm telling you. Like, Shuddy, you're making a fucking face, but I guarantee you, if you watched one or two of the Paddingtons, 
you would be like, yep, I got the chin wobbles. I didn't like Paddington as a kid. I have no interest in him as an adult. Oh, I didn't either. I don't even know what Paddington did. I don't know if he was a cartoon, if he was a book, a toy. I don't know what the so, fuck Paddington is. Padding, I want to say he was on Nickelodeon really? when we were kids. Oh, I didn't watch that. Um, but I'm trying to figure out um, when that happened. Like, uh, he was like part of another another show. Like it was, I want to say the Berenstain Bears, <laughs> the Cumstain Bears. It was funny the first time. Well, either way, Shuddy. Uh, same people that made the Paddington movies made this, and it, you could you could see the 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 Paddingtonness of it, like that same style of of charming storytelling it's like a really cool world um it was it was good you know i i shuddy you saw it but you fell asleep right didn't you sleep through wonka yeah apparently i slept through like when everything happened the last thing (laughs) last thing i really remember is when they're uh when everybody got sick. Okay. I I did and not then find I woke the, up like right at the end. <laughs> the songs weren't as intrusive as you made them out to seem when you were telling me about it. Like, oh my I, god, I, every fucking five seconds is a new goddamn song. Uh, they were very intrusive to me. So I didn't find them all that offensive. It was it was like it was like okay, that's probably as good of a Willy Wonka movie that you can make. Like, it didn't try to reinvent things like the Tim Burton one did. It kind of told a little bit of the origin story of Wonka, which, again, not offensive. Like, even if you watch this and don't like it, you're not going to be like, oh, it ruined my childhood! <laughs> it had it had some some cool elements to it. It's very uh you know pulls on the heartstrings it was it was cute it was a cute movie it was fine he was just chin chin wobbles as he would say yeah it it, it would not be outside the realm of possibility to get the chin wobbles watching wonka um i like the the og one is just fucking untouchable so it just seems like a fool's errand why would you remake it why would you make a prequel and this is as close as you're gonna get as something that's like all right that was good not great, but it was like a like a big big go go. I'll suck three point five chocolatey Wonka dicks. Was it a, so it wasn't a musical then. There's there's singing in it, yeah, for sure. I did, oh wow! I it, but it like and the songs weren't great, <laughs> but they also like it wasn't like when I had to sit through fucking West Side Story, you know. I wasn't pulling my hair out. Oh, these fucking songs suck. I was just like, all right, yeah, this is catchy, whatever. Get on the next thing. Let's see some more cool candy. I went and saw it with in theater with my mom and Carl on a weekday in the early afternoon, and we were the only three people in there, and it was awesome. We were talking throughout the whole thing. My mom took a phone call. It was kind of nice. So you acted like those people at an AMC that you bitch about. Yeah. 
Because there's no one there. There's no one there. I mean, fuck it. Yeah, if I'm watching a movie. a little hypocritical. I mean, I'll talk with Carl when we're watching a movie on the couch. If you're the only ones there, what's the difference? I know. I'm just fucking with you. Good. I thought Jeff would be a little bit on my more on my side to shit on you, but he really. You should have. You should have texted me. Yeah, we're going at him. The time off is really fucked up our timing. He didn't understand what I was putting down. You got to pick your battle, yeah. Shuddy boy. Chemistry is off. No, it's my fault. I'm sorry. I dropped the ball. You. He just went to defending you. <laughs> Did you guys see? New Year, Jeff's now on your side, I guess. Well, following up on a previous episode of MSPH, Disney, the overlords at Disney were not able to find a legal leg to stand on to prevent Steamboat Willie from entering the public domain. And January 1st, a whole bunch Yesterday. of shit came out. Like, they put out a Mickey Mouse slasher horror video game. They put out, they gave it the Winnie the Pooh slasher movie treatment. One of those came out. Uh, it is uh, it is open season on Steamboat Willie's anus. They uh Peter Pan too now. Oh, Peter Pan's been in public domain for a while, I think. Well, that's why because Seek was doing like a a never. Is it Neverland or is that where Michael Jackson lives? No, it, those are both it's correct. Both, yeah, think, oh, it's both. <laughs> those, are both those are both correct. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. But so, yes, Michael Jackson's home was called Neverland Ranch because he never wanted to grow up, Kevin. And he wanted to be an adult hanging out with a bunch of little kids. Allegedly. Listen, I haven't read the choreography yet. I'll I'll report back on that a little bit in more depth once I have firsthand accounts. Choreography? What the fuck are you talking about? The Corey Feldman biography, that autobiography that Mark Rooster gave me for Christmas that we talked about before. It's called we choreography? It is. Oh, C O R E Y ography. Good lord. I have a feeling if Michael Jackson did put a thrashing on Corey Feldman's butthole, he wouldn't tell anybody. He would he would still like lie and say it didn't happen. Uh no, it uh the book is billed as a salacious tale of Hollywood abuse. Yeah, I think he's saying Charlie Sheen Gave it to him. I think that's the big, like the big thing from it. Anyway, thanks for making it all fucking dark and weird, Shuddy. Jesus Christ! Uh, You're the one who made it dark and weird. Well, I was trying to say that Seek was doing a Neverland book, and that's why he was able to do it because it was in the the public domain. Correct. That's why Pan. There was one that came out that was. Yeah, right over uh, there, Shuddy? Yeah, no. That's why that movie Pan in 2015 was able to come out. The one with full frontal nudity. The one with Hugh Jackman. Yeah, and he says, get get ready to walk the plank. And then he pulls his dick out and he says, that's the plank. Yep. Okay. No, it is. <laughs> no, that's not. He's just... <laughs> Just Kevin's determined to not let this conversation be serious and filled with fact. 
Hey, look, I'm just presenting alternative facts, Shuddy. Don't get mad. You know who else does that? Steamboat Willie? The average outkick reader. Whoa, what the oh, hell man. are you coming at us for? Man, Shuddy Because is you just... didn't have my back a little while ago, Jeff. Shuddy's pissed. He's... Well, yeah. he kept receipts, as the kids had said. <laughs> I... Oh no! It's it jumped ahead. So I do want to before oh, yeah, we go we have to touch on that. Yeah. So I got clued in during the Easter egg on something that uh, flew under my radar. I guess fired slash disgraced reporter Chris Cuomo interviewed somebody with Tourette's and could not keep his composure. And I was like, how did I not see this? And we have to watch this on the show. Well, I guess I'm going to watch it on the iPad, and you guys will hear the audio. But uh, <laughs> I yeah, just... it wasn't. I guess he didn't. He didn't break down to the it point wasn't, where it was. Yeah, it wasn't like we would be. He was yeah. not. It was not like he wasn't doing belly laughs. Like it. It, it was like when you watch Saturday night live and you can tell they're trying very hard to keep as much composure as they can possibly muster because something is hysterical. I mean, I, I can't, which I think is even better because it means that he, he's thinks it's so funny that he is not able to, to remain stoic. I've had incidents like this in the past when I went from being a Stern Show listener to a Stern Show employee, you know, getting to work at the chocolate factory, so to speak, was, you know, like a dream come true. And then I'm interacting with all these people that I had been listening to for so long and especially members of the Whack Pack. And it I got thrown into some very tough situations like the, I think when I was an intern, the first time I ever went to Riley Martin's house for his show to just sit in and help out in person, you know, went from Manhattan to Jersey. You know, I was a huge Riley Martin fan for people that aren't Stern fans. He was like this older black guy who would go on Jerry Springer and stuff and talk about being abducted by aliens. And he wrote a book and he was very kooky. And Howard got wind of him and had him on, and he's got a very interesting manner of speaking, and he's very cranky, and he gets mad, and he'll flip out on you. And I loved hearing him on the show, and the f- seeing him in person, I could not keep my composure. When he was doing the show, and he's like, oh, you know, these fucking Biavians would take me up on their spaceship and make me have sex with all these alien bitches, oh, you see. And I, I had to hide behind my friend who brought me there, who was producing the show, because I was laughing so hard. Tears were streaming down my face. I turned beet red. I lost all composure, and I had to hide. The next time was when they gave John the Stutterer, not Stuttering John, John the Stutterer, who, again, if you're unfamiliar, had the worst stutter I've ever heard in my life. He would get, not only that, but he was also ridiculous looking. He had this bob hair. It was like, cut to the shoulders and then bangs and he would wiggle and his eyes would bug out of his head when he would stutter and 
he would he would get stuck on the word I all the time. So when he would go to start a thought, he'd be like, I, 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 and it would just go on and on and on. And, you know, they, they had him on the show constantly. And I'd be, you know, working on the job site, laughing my ass off, and then messing with John the Stutterer. Then being there in person with him, in a glass studio, just me and him, while he was doing his live show, his live one-hour show. He takes a call. Some guy calls him like a pussy or something. He's like, you, you, I, I, I. And he's like wiggling and falling out of his seat. And I, I had a coffee with me, and I stuffed my face in the cup. I just shoved my face in the cup as far as it would go because I couldn't hide it in my face. And it was just me and him in a room together. I think it was just because it was presented in such a <laughs> comedic manner. My first exposure to it, seeing it in person, was just it was fucking too much. So long-winded way of saying, if you, you know you you're know that type of person, from. yeah, if you know you're that type of person, don't invite somebody with fucking Tourette's on your show to talk to them because you're going to laugh. You're not doing it to be an asshole. It's just, it's something you're not exposed to every day. It's shocking if someone just starts making weird noises out of nowhere, or swearing or saying inappropriate things in the middle of a normal conversation. So if you're, if you're fucking stone cold, not the wrestler, but like well, if you are, let's do, let's do something. Let's see. Let's see how I handle this. Us, which one of the three of us can keep it together the longest. I mean, have you guys heard this clip? I I uh, saw a, a, a small smidgen of it, but all right. Even if Jeff's seen the whole thing, I don't know how he can. Well, I would just like to say, if I start laughing, I want this on the record. I'm, I'm laughing at Chris Cuomo. All right, let's, let's, let's see this clip do things like that i've had parents reach out to me asking me oh my son's coming home with a girlfriend and his girlfriend has tourette syndrome so all right so she's got very she's got like little hiccups and then she'll like kind of like close one eye and tilt her head to the side it gets different i think so far i would not be laughing at this this young woman evil people that would comment and say like go fuck yourself chris little baby weenie blam up your ass buy your own biscuit fat ass that buy your own biscuit fat ass (laughs) that's a good line (laughs) fuck you chris buy your own biscuit Ah. so i'm guessing this new channel that he's on for the record for the record i lost I guess they allow swearing on this channel he's on. All right, I want yeah, to. It's like a streaming interview. It's not a oh, okay. actual television interview. I want to see. I'm going to see where she goes from having her conversation to the Tourette's taking over because I, I couldn't. I couldn't find it on that first watch through. Hey, like, go fuck yourself, Chris. Little baby weenie, blow up your ass. What are your own biscuit, fat ass? That have told me that my parents. Deserve- oh, Chris Cuomo lost it. He just, he, he wasn't even like doing this thing where you're like, he started giggling and covering his face. (laughs) So was the fuck you, Chris, the Tourette's or was that part of her story? No, because she hiccups and then goes into that tirade and then hiccups again and then goes back to her story. Whoa. So she hiccups in and out of it. 
I think so. Play huh. it again. That's okay. And say like, go fuck yourself, Chris. Little baby, mean it. Banana up your ass. Butter your own biscuit, fat ass. That have banana biscuit. <laughs> Did she say Joe Biden in there? I don't know. She does. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Can you turn captions on on the video? I, I mean, this is from Twitter, so it's not. I don't uh, think it has that option. But all right, because she said, you know, like they say, and then she went into the "Go fuck yourself, Chris." So I, I rounded a few seconds earlier. That would comment and say, like, "Go fuck yourself, Chris." Little baby, mean it. Blam up your ass. Butter your own biscuit, fat ass. That have told me that my parents deserved to die. What are your own biscuit badass? That's the one that I can't fucking. I can't take that. (laughs) Wow, great line though. What are your own biscuit badass? That's right. Because I'm faking my condition, or people have told me that. Like, I've had to have the police at my house because people gave out my location and said they were going to come torch my house. Like, it's crazy. (laughs) Here's the thing. Clinically, people suck. And they're mean. Do things like that. All right. That wasn't... That wasn't that bad. I feel like... I guess. I talked it up a little bit too much, huh? Well, no, no, no. I I mean, just as far as, like... I couldn't see calling for his head over that. Like Tourette's, you know, if if you're just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. But like to go off on talking about buttering biscuits and throwing in an, an, like an accent and, and like just address to him, go fuck yourself, Chris. Like that's a lot to be thrown at. I, I would love to meet the, the type of person that would just stay a hundred percent composed during that because that's 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 a lot outkick owned by fox news kind of a chris cuomo own it like even we editorial like this is this is funny like no (laughs) yeah i don't know Um, that i hadn't seen anything where he was getting torched but it was yeah no one was giving him shit i mean i i think everyone kind of agrees like no one would be able to do much better yeah i was was like see chris cuomo laugh as he interviews women with tourette's like it was not like cancel chris cuomo yeah yeah check that what poor it would just fucking happened yeah there's nobody on earth is prepared to handle that i i would i I don't like i can't obviously i can't speak for that woman but i mean i imagine i mean she seems cool she seems like a cool person like i i i kind of (laughs) cute yeah like i couldn't see like if you just involuntarily said all those things rapid fire and then someone laughed and you're like Really? Really? You thought butter your own biscuits fat ass was funny? Huh? Like, I feel like even she would be like, yeah, I get it. It's that's that's a tough one to say stone face on. I mean, even Shuddy Boy, Shuddy Boy's fucking lost it. (laughs) The first time I watched it, I didn't really listen to what she said, but. Fucking butter your own biscuit, fat ass. I can't fucking take it. Yeah. Uh, I guess she snuck in the fuck, and then he started with fuck Chris Cuomo. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Chris. Joe Biden. Then a bunch of gibberish. Butter your own biscuits, fat ass. 
butter your own biscuit, badass. Yeah, and then she was saying that like people get mad at her on social media, so they they like swat her. Uh, yeah, they yeah. get mad at her uh, because they think she's faking it, and they don't know. She said she's had to have the police out there because people have threatened to burn down her house or something. That's a little that's a little uncalled for, wouldn't you think? Oh yeah, yeah. way much. Like I, I feel way like much. there are certain things you can fake without drawing too much ire. Like a cold, sickness, even Tourette's. Tourette's, even being pregnant. Now, I'm not going to burn down your house. I mean, if you if you trick people into thinking you have cancer, that might piss a few people off. But <laughs> yeah, a little over the line. Yeah. Well, my was, goodness, that was a lot. That was a lot. So uh, I guess we'll wrap things up here and head over to Patreon land. And if you would like to join us, please check out patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. There's what, what do we calculate? Six or seven, six, six years of content up there now. Yeah. Six years. It's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of shit. A lot of epic moments have happened. Um, I mean, just in the $5 tier where you get the bonus episode every Mm -hmm. week, uh, you know, it's it's never like planned out that way. Sometimes shit just happened. It's like holy shit, can't believe that happened behind the paywall. But solid, solid content. So if you want it, it's there. If you feel behind the ball, you get it all. It's not like ah, you get the most recent year. It's all there since the beginning. Six years worth of Patreon content. So check it out: Patreon.com/slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Oh, and what else? Oh, yeah. I guess you can follow oh. us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff Pro Records. And at MSPH Podcast. What did you think of, Shuddy? Uh, well, two things. Uh, Dom and I recorded a new episode of What the Fuck Did I Just Watch prior to us recording this. Oh. Uh, Club Dread by our good friends from Broken Lizard. I like Club Dread. I, spoiler alert, I have always liked Club Dread. So this episode of What the Fuck Did I Just Watch is more of a love letter to Club Dread than shitting on it. Nice. Gotta shake things up every now and then. But prior to recording, Dom asked me to be his best man. Oh, shit. So Congrats. I am going to be planning a bachelor party. Nice. Wow. I feel like a, a Dominic <clears throat> bachelor party is going to take place at like Chuck E. Cheese. Get like no. A, an April O'Neil uh, stripper. We discussed that there would already we I, there's not going to be strippers. I mean. Disappointing, Allegedly. but I kind of figured I kind of figured. Maybe we can we can get Bon Bon drunk and make him strip for us. <laughs> Thinking outside the box, Kevin. Finding a loophole. So, well, so that's happening. Uh, officially, the best man for Dom's wedding. Well, I hope you get drunk and embarrass yourself with the best man speech. That would be very funny. Congrats! Dude. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh no! <laughs> the only thing I thought of was like, oh, that means I get to plan the bachelor party. Uh, You got a little bit more to do than that. Fuck. 
They are. Uh, also, if you are into sports ball and the line of spinach and man throw ball, check out Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark. Yeah, baby. Getting to the end of the NFL regular season. It's week 18. Oh. I haven't had a, a losing week since before Halloween. I don't know that you should have put that out into the world. That's how confident he is. Feel very confident. I'm seeing. I'm seeing it well right now, (laughs) Shuddy. Feeling pretty confident in what I got going on. So check it out. I'll kick bets. Yeah, golf starting today or this week as well. So I'll be doing some golf podcasts in uh, the not so distant future. Wow, how thrilling! Also, if you want to watch this, If you would like to see and not just listen to this podcast, you can go to youtube.com slash mad scientist party hour. Uh, you know, more recent one you might want to check out is Jeff fucking getting throttled by rotten fish. That was fun. Oh yeah. That, that was one, awesome. That one's up there. So check that out. And thank you guys. <laughs> Way more exciting than golf. <laughs> thank you guys for the support. Thank you for keeping us afloat for whew, 14 years now. 13. 13 years holy shit wow so yeah thank you everybody hope you guys had a great Christmas holiday and New Year's and until next time ooh something queef on my balls please queef on my balls meow 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 I'm glad that's over with I'm glad that's over with. What's going on, fellers? Not much, buddy. Trying to see. Give me a little little fart knocker. Check, check, check. All right, looks like our levels are good. Shit. Yo, 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 yo. Uh Oh. We're going to start 2024 with a Kevin Kraft freakout. A Kevin Kraft calamity. Some Kevin Kraft chaos. Trying here. I, uh, on when I dropped, brought Kevin's Christmas present, uh, I filled out the two as Christmas Kevin Kraft. And as always, it was spelled, Christmas was spelled with a K, as it should be. Of course. That's a uh, hell of a cardigan you got there, Jeff. Thanks. Is that a Christmas present? Oh, yeah. Nice. My brother got it for me. I love it. It's comfy. I don't know about you, but I killed it for Christmas. I killed it during Christmas. Made it like a bandit. Oh, you got some good shit? Yeah. Do you know that you ever see that meme of the old guy uh, with like a very specific button up and he's opening a gift and it's the exact same button up that he's wearing? I don't think so. (laughs) He's he's just happy as fuck. That's pretty much what happened to me. I was wearing a a shirt and my girlfriend brought me uh, on Christmas and my girlfriend bought me the exact same shirt and I opened it and I was like, Yes. <laughs> oh, that, 
a white v-neck how'd you know <laughs> i mean it wasn't it wasn't a white v-neck but you know of that ilk did she uh was she in person for your christmas uh, no That's no bummer. we're not there yet <laughs> i'm just kidding maybe next christmas up i was i guess well that's we'll presumptuous to think that she'll still be around next christmas <laughs> right. yeah yeah i just chased <laughs> it like, like we're as far from next christmas as we possibly could be like, <laughs> right next episode i'll do a life update like all right yeah, yeah so why don't we set the target like fourth of july let's let's shorten <laughs> it up a little bit all right guys so i have yeah. 50 weeks to get her back before christmas <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm doing so well in my nfl season maybe maybe it's just going to my head just <laughs> irrational confidence man golf is back I'm just oh, happy good. as fuck. Yeah. I'm happy as fuck. I need it. Although last year, I pretty I was down. I think like ten thousand at one point. It's not going not going well, but uh, I made I think like eight of it back at the end of the year. So you're only down two. Yeah. It's disappointing considering I was up like seven or eight the year prior and thought there was no way I could lose gambling on golf. <laughs> oh, did I find out that you can lose gambling on golf? <laughs> but uh, T-Dog McDrug's fellow countryman, Victor Hovland, bailed me out of a depressing hole. Is that what you Who call your these... anus? Your depressing <laughs> hole? yeah that is probably a way i could refer to it that's fair i actually call it my frightening hole (laughs) it's my dune speaking of which dune tune when's that coming out or dune two excuse me dune two i mean that was supposed to come out this year and i guess they i don't know if it was the strikes but something pushed it you and your fucking contemporaries ruined it for us. Hey. Trying to get... I wasn't in SAG when Trying to get better strike. pay. Let's see. Trying to get what's rightfully yours. Ooh. March 1st. So we go. got like three months. There we go. And it's only going to be in theaters. Yeah. After it's out of theaters, they're burning the copy and destroying it. Well, I didn't mean that. I meant do, the the first part was released to HBO Max. Was it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was like mid-COVID. Oh, well. Carl and I went and saw it in the theater. Yeah, I went to theater and HBO Max at the same time. A couple next so to us got up uh, and left an hour into it. So that's why I made sure uh, to tell Jeff that it was only being released in the theater. I thought the first days, thing we would ass. call you and Carl... Super spreaders. Only my butt cheeks. <laughs> I like that first Dune. It was good. It makes me fucking thirsty, though. Not like horny. For Zendaya. Oh, I guess it does make me horny. But it makes me liquid thirsty as well. Desert movies fuck me up. Like Mad Max always makes me thirsty. 
some of the Indiana Joneses, <laughs> which westerns. Finally, spun you... around to watching Fury Road. What you did for the first time? Yep. I mean, I know Jeff disagrees, but that's a five dicker for me. I I wouldn't go that far, but it was really fucking good. Just nonstop, crazy action. There's some shit in do or in in Fury Road that you won't see in other movies. I quite enjoyed that. I like those exploding tip spears that they throw at everything. Those were sick. Was the one dude the beast from the X Men movies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Nicholas Holt. So uh, I, you know, getting back into the swing of doing these these MSPHs. I, I mistimed my hunger clock, so when I saw how close we were getting to record time, I swung open my freezer to see what treats were in store, and uh, my only option was stuff left over from October from Trader Joe's, pumpkin spice samosas. But, I mean, it's frozen, so it's not like there's <laughs> yeah. any chance that went bad. No, it's no, just it's like just that it's pumpkin spice. Yeah, I'm eating pumpkin that spice eating, in January. No, with I get a fucking, that. With a chopstick. That's just because I don't want to fucking touch them. This fucking garbage truck. I'm going to go out there and throw poop I, we snowballs. Can't hear it. God, it annoys the shit out of me. Everything gets noisy around here at the worst times. Oh, yeah, you're telling, every time I try to record a sports betting podcast, the gardeners are outside. Yeah, they'll probably blame, be here any minute. Blame the fucking gardeners that you're a fucking sex addict and can't go a day without your butt plug <laughs> in your ass. <laughs> the only way I can giz is if I stimulate my butthole while recording. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be caught. It's the danger of it that makes it more arousing. <laughs> you're a real Chris Saliza. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A, I don't get that reference. Neither I, do I. I think that's the guy uh, from CNN who lost his job because he had his like dick oh, out during come his on, bro. That's Tubin. That's Jeffrey Tubin. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Lubin Tubin. <laughs> Would have been funnier if he said Chris Cuomo. I have a feeling that guy gets real pissed when he jacks off. Tubin? He's probably he's probably one of those knee jerkers too. Chris Cuomo. Did you guys see that interview he did with the person, uh, the girl who had Tourette's? What? And he couldn't. And he couldn't keep from giggling. Oh, that's awesome! It was one of the better interviews in a while. Ow! Oh my god! I just nuked myself. (laughs) Yeah, she she did things like that, and he giggled. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a Hall of Fame. She said she, like, she randomly yelled out like, Chris Cuomo, you bitch. <laughs> Holy shit, this sounds awesome. Is this recent? Yeah, it was dude. within the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it was all over Twitter. Oh my it was God. during the holidays. Here, I'll try to find it for you. Oh, I mean, it'll be a pretty easy Chris Cuomo interview. Tourette's. Wow. That's all he like. Chris Cuomo Tourette's probably would have oh, gotten yeah. you there, too. Can you can you play it on the uh, show or yeah? How does that work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, email it to me. Fuck. Uh, I just I just sent it to your uh, to the group chat, but I'll I'll throw it an email. Hold on. 
Damn, dude. My, my email's backed up right now. They fucking got me, Jeff. Trader Joe's got me like they got you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking nuke your mouth, huh? Dude, that's going to be a Hall of Famer. I what think did I you already... do? Microwave them? No, I put them in the air fryer. In the Puminati air fryer. But I in bit into this fryer? thing, and it fucking gizzed magma right underneath my tongue. So it, like, burned the underneath of my tongue. Like, I already feel my skin peeling. This is going to be fucking bad. God damn it. I'm such a hungry bitch. All right, I sent that to your email. Man, this is probably going to get me in trouble for laughing at this, huh? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I think if we keep it to laughing at how he's reacting... I mean, he's laughing. Like he can't, he can't keep it together. It's it's objectively like it's. There's no one who could not laugh. Like it's impossible. And I mean, he actually did pretty good with it. I mean, he did better than we would have. That's for damn sure. Oh, Kevin, you were not keeping your shit together. No, I wouldn't either. I mean. I have a real hard time controlling my laughter. Oops. Okay. I'm just going to. Oh, my son's coming home. Damn it. How do I pause this? What the hell station is he on now? Now that he got shit canned. Oh, no. Why did I just lose you guys? Check, check, check. We're here. Yeah, but. Oh, for a second, you were coming out through the speakers and not going into the recorder. Weird. News Nation. Is that like... It fucking did it again! Is News Nation like uh, Newsmax or some shit? No, I don't think it's like... He's not... Isn't New... I think Newsmax is like... They think Fox News are pussies. <laughs> I think that's Newsmax's thing. Maybe I have that wrong. They're like... What's the uh, what's the ultra conservative one? Not Breitbart. O A N. Yeah, I think they're I like yeah. Newsmax. Newsmax is on that level where they're like, you know, Fox News is a little too liberal for us. <laughs> yeah, their their mission statement is kill all liberals. <laughs> yeah. So I know I know he has like he'll like regularly have Bill O'Reilly on and those guys argue, which you know. Out of out of news TV, I had someone that I would, I guess, be most interested in. Like, I mean, I feel a like conservative guy, liberal guy, argue. Like, let's let's do that. Let's do that. You guys are on different side of the tracks. Fucking beef. Let's watch it. I feel like when you're a news person who gets fired, um, you switch teams. Like, if you get fired from Fox News for something, then you go over and you join CNN. And you switch teams. If you get fired from CNN. You like join Fox News or a right wing site, or you just do like Tucker Carlson and you get fired, and then you start a show on Twitter and you interview known pedophiles, Kevin Spacey. Holy shit! He also uh, interviewed Jordan Belfort recently, The Wolf of Wall Street. I, didn't he do one with Alex Jones? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched the talk show. That motherfucker cost me a Christmas bonus. 
He's out here talking shit about election fraud, and we had a Fox News had to eat a big ass fine. It's like you know what? We're, uh, we can't do Christmas bonuses this year. <laughs> you motherfucker, Tucker. Oh, I bet you somebody got Christmas bonuses. Well, yeah. I mean, good old Lachlan Murdoch. They're not hold. They're not withholding his fucking Christmas bonus. Oh man, in the editorial call. This is cool that we're doing this in the Easter egg, but in the editorial call. <laughs> so today, one of the guys, one of my, one of the co-writers at, uh, or one of my fellow writers at Outkick, uh, covers like the music beat and <clears throat> he does a pretty good job. He's, I don't, I mean, you're not going to agree with like his takes or the music that he likes, but like he actually has connections and books pretty good guests for like his own podcast. And he got Ice Cube this week uh or tomorrow he's doing ice cube and one of the guys on the editorial call is like isn't wasn't like back in his rap days like he did like wasn't he like anti-semitic or talked about that guy who's what's his name what's his name but you should ask him about it i was like and so i like trying to like are you you're about farrakhan <laughs> he's like yeah yeah farrakhan i was like uh, i don't know I don't know if Outkick is prepared to have a conversation about Paragon. <laughs> I don't know. We should stay away from that one. And like everyone, like a couple of the other people are like throwing like similar suggestions in his his way. And you can see him get so fucking uncomfortable. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll include these. In the <laughs> I mean, I was just going to yeah. ask about him playing the bad guy in the new Ninja Turtles movie, but like, <laughs> I guess I'll I'll ask him about all of his anti cop lyrics. Yeah, I was I wasn't asking about barbershop too, but yeah, I guess I can fit the Gaza thing in there. <laughs> <laughs> ask Ice Cube about Farrakhan. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> God, I would tune into that interview. I fucking would. That'd <laughs> be interesting. Unsurprisingly, no, really, no one in Outkick knows who Farrakhan is. But yeah, he pretty much, uh, you know, it's the Nation of Islam guy. I can't believe you haven't seen this Chris Cuomo interview. This is like, I feel like you should have shown me it. Yeah, I guess I didn't spend as much time on social media as I thought I did over the break. Did you do like a social media detox? I feel like you weren't that active. No, nah, I'm not that cool. <laughs> I wish. I wish I had the restraint to go into social media detox and stop eating sugar, but I'm a fat bitch. <laughs> Habits are hard to break. All right, I'm going to finish eating this fucking pumpkin samosa. Oh, is it so it's sweet? Is there like any savory there? What I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's got like chunks of actual pumpkin in it. And like cheese and some veggies. It's actually quite delightful. I believe it. It's like having Jack Skellington nut in my mouth. Which is delightful, right? 
That's that's your point. <laughs> it's a delightful thing. Ow. All right, let's see here. Okay. Ow. Human fecal matter. Y'all bitches are stupid. All right, good. It looks like the classics survived the um, Y2K24 bug. Blood die. Survived the earthquake. Did you guys did you feel that earthquake last night or yesterday? I got woken up by it. And Carl, who's like the lightest sleeper in the world, somehow slept through it. Oh, shit. You guys are in Culver City? Yeah. I mean, 4.1. Those are... I think that's kind of big, no? I don't know. Maybe we were far enough away from it where it was just like a light jostle. I mean, it was in Rancho PV, which is, you know, like 15, 20 minutes from me. It's not that far. It's mostly a coastal drive. Like, if there was any freeway going in and out of there, it'd be fast as fuck. Did it get you good? Did you get rocked yeah. by it? Little mama was pissed. She's just like, looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This isn't me. Why'd you make this that happen? Me. I was too busy munching on my butthole. <laughs> she gave me the look of betrayal. It's like, I, I didn't, didn't do any of this. This is, out, this is out of my control, little mama. All right, one last samosa. Hey, you're hungry. I get you. How many more do you have left, though? They come in packs of five, right? Nah, I lost count, but there's three left. <laughs> Dude, those are good. Did you get the, were you able to get the cannoli dip this year? I did not. I saw that it was back in stores, but I'm trying, man. My tits are looking so gross in pictures. Dude, you taught me. I'm by far the fattest of the three. I suck a dick to wake up tomorrow and weigh as much as you guys. Please uh, cut that out uh, where he said that he would wake up and suck a dick tomorrow. With that <laughs> pause in there, so there's... I don't, I don't think they can get a clean cut. Was it a clean cut? Yeah, maybe. Ha! Oh shit! Hold on. Forgot one last element. I'm just take my crazy pills, and then I am good to go. Let's pork. You just can't take them all at once. Look, okay, that's the most pills you can you can swallow at one time. We can't all be fucking throat queens like you, Shuddy. Listen, with the amount of cocks you take in the throat, you would think little pills would be no problem. I don't mean to brag, but when it comes to pills, I'm quite the throat goat. <laughs> take like five at a time. Crawfish, you know, I don't really shrimp, ever take them. Crawfish and shrimp, baba booey. I used to not be able to take pills. <clears throat> and when I broke my ankles, both of them, <laughs> in fucking eighth grade, 
uh, I had to get pain. I had to take painkillers post surgery, and I would have to fucking like chew them up. And it was Man, brutal. That's hardcore. Yeah, and I went from that to now being the pill throat goat. Help. All right, Shuddy, can I have record permission? I gave it to you already. Recording in progress. Snoopy Poop Dog! All right, well, I'm good to go if you guys are. I am good to go. Los Angeles, California. The Mad Scientist Party Hour. 